0: The Center and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. So we had to take a whole week off because, well, my family had a little illness rolling through the house. Mm. And so Allison's going to hear this story for the first time on air, just like you are. Yay. Okay. So it's a Melissa trauma story because you guys think I'm super dramatic when it comes to like crazy people. And people are like, oh my gosh, I live in Apex or I live in Carrie. Nothing goes on here. Lies, guys. Open <laughs> your eyes. <laughs>
1: It's
0: a lies. So I was at Walgreens on um, Valentine's night and um, I was looking for a COVID test and I'm standing in the back near the pharmacy. Pharmacy had just closed and all of a sudden all of my senses go Wing! scary, scary, hello, pay attention. So I turn around and immediately I see this guy and he's kind of I don't know how to explain the way he was kind of like slinking around, right? And he's looking at me. And so I turn to let him know, like, I see you. I immediately do a mental um, inventory. I'm like, I have flip-flops on, not the best, but could be worse. I also have a backpack on and a backpack actually makes you a little bit more vulnerable in that they could take that backpack and pull you back with it right so now I'm just putting it on one shoulder so that way if I need to slink out I can't y'all don't
1: think about this do you no okay but I also never wear a backpack
0: right <laughs> so, <laughs> so unless I'm <laughs> camping so then I um I'm like all right this is fine so I go from one lane to the next he goes and follows me to the next aisle and Ooh. I was like oh Okay, so we are going to do this today. I'm tired. You know what Dang. I'm saying? It's Valentine's Day. My family is sick. We're going to throw down, brother. And then I moved, and he's moving. Now, he's moving along the back wall. Think about if you're in a Walgreens. He's moving around the back wall. I'm now beeline, beelining for the front of the store. Facts. Because I want to know, Is do you have a COVID test? And also, creepy guy. So I go to the front, and I'm like, hey, do you have a COVID test? And the guy's like, I don't know. And the pharmacist happened to be checking out. He's like, actually, we just ran out. And the guy's like, I just got a shipment. Let me go to the back. And I'm like, I'm going to go with you to the back because there's some creepy dude. And I can just see him like peering through to see what I'm doing. So me and store employee go to the back. Creepy guy goes to the front to the ATM. Okay. So I'm like, cool. We're fine. Go up to the register. Our creepy guy's still at the ATM.
1: I'm was checking he actually out. actually getting money out or was he pretending?
0: He was trying to get money out. Oh, okay. I, my expert opinion, because I've, seen all this is probably he was tweaking out on something and he needed a fix of some kind. Mm. And so he's going to the pharmacy first to see what he could get, but
1: they were closed anyway. That wow. was Yeah. I'm <laughs> stressed out. We aren't even halfway through. The I don't even know.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, I check out guy. The guy had left the ATM creepy guy left. I'm checking out. I look at the guy behind the counter. I'm like, here's the deal. I'm not walking out of the store without somebody because he's outside right and the truth is if you think of a Walgreens normally the doors are kind of on an angle Mm -hmm. so someone can be to the left or the right and you would not see them that's right okay and the guy's like okay and this guy I'm like he could probably handle himself like I've already checked it out he walks with a little bit of a gait. he'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) well then a creepy guy comes back in, okay, and now he's at the ATM again, but now he's on his hands and knees, like, messing with the ATM machine. And the manager comes up to the front of the store and starts talking to him. Creepy guy goes back outside, and I was
1: like, no, seriously, I'm not walking out unless someone walks out with me. So you didn't get out? You didn't escape while he was at back at the ATM?
0: No, because I was finishing the interaction. Oh, gotcha. So at this time, the most beautiful, bold, brazen woman walks up, she is like six foot two in my mind, so she was probably 5'10. <laughs> she is stacked. I mean, she's got gym clothes on, she's got muscles popping out everywhere, and she's like, I've been training for a day like this. And I looked at the guy behind me, kind of like, hey, buddy, you can stay where you're at. I'm walking out with her. <laughs> oh so, my gosh, here's the moral of the story. A, <laughs> we're gonna have one. Hold on, sort of like you're gonna have to tie it into like a biblical thing somehow. Oh my I know gosh. your mind right now is going holy cow. Like, I don't even know. So like, a, I was not afraid to go. Hey, I'm aware of my surroundings. I did not have my taser because I had just used it in my purse that day because I went to downtown Raleigh and then I forgot to switch it into my backpack. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my taser, um, and I was not afraid to ask for help. But then this woman that has always prepared for this, was not afraid to be like,
1: I'll walk you out. Yeah, and plus, let's not miss the fact that she just happened to walk in at just the right time.
0: Right, see how much God loves me. Oh, he does. And she walked me all the way to my car. She's like, so what are you doing on Valentine's Day? I mean, we just had a great conversation. Oh my gosh. I think she kind of was like slowly hoping...
1: That that dude was out there.
0: For re- Well, he was out there. He was oh. actually in his car with the door open. And I guess he was trying to figure out his next move. So I'm aware. I know where he was. Right? Right. But I did tell the guy behind the counter. I was like, hey, bud. I'm like, you don't need to come help me. But you might want to bring your phone. Because like, I'd record this if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have gotten her name.
1: oh. Whoever you are, beautiful, stacked woman, tall with muscles, I mean, thank you. She obviously she just got like done your,
0: doing some CrossFit something. She's like your guardian angel. What right? If,
1: like, that's all she was, was just an angel that night.
0: Thank you, God, for making my guardian angels bigger than me, okay? Yeah. She was like two of me. <laughs> In height. Yeah. In muscle. Her muscles were like, but it wasn't like, ew, muscle. it was yeah, like it
1: was just fit. It was like, all right, girl, go get you some. Dude, like I don't even know where we're gonna go with this. <laughs> what I'm just are we... saying, we're just letting y'all in. So <laughs> we gotta switch this to a parable.
0: Okay, so be vigilant, friends. Okay. And also don't be afraid to speak up if you need help and speak up if you can help.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think this could tie in. <laughs> my very best i love it when you Um, start with that not to my original thought of a parable but i think we could (laughs) go to matthew 7 um there's a parable the heart the heart of man oh i call it pollution sucks (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) um so jesus is called you know, he's in this crowd again. And this is from the Message Translation, so I'm just going to read it quickly. He says, listen now, all of you, take this to heart. It's not what you swallow that pollutes your life. It's what you vomit. That's the real pollution. When he was back home after being with the crowd, his disciples said, we don't get it. Put it in plain language. I mean, I kind of feel like I say that a lot <laughs> to God, like... Can you slap me in the face with an answer? Cause I'm not really sure I'm getting it anyway. So the disciples were like this too. If you, if you can uh, relate, Jesus said this, are you being willfully stupid? Don't you see that what you swallow can't contaminate you. It doesn't enter your heart, but your stomach works its way through the intestines and is finally flushed. Well, well, This is not about eating people, okay? This is about, (laughs) this is literal. This isn't literal. So he went on. It's what comes out of a person that pollutes. Obscenities, lusts, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, depravity, deceitful dealings, carousing, mean looks, slander, arrogance, foolishness. All of these are vomit from the heart. There is the source of your pollution,
0: Okay, that guy was vomiting through Walgreens. Okay, there right. you go. There's That's what there's our
1: there's our tie-in. So, he was obviously I mean, to make you feel that uncomfortable and everything, right? Yes. Something something wasn't right for real. Yeah. And you caught on to that because you're in touch with the Holy Spirit. And so I kind of want to, that's a lot of things, like all the things, it's like word, deed, actions, all this stuff that comes out of us is vomit if it's not good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I want to focus on the words because you were talking about the words. You were talking about speaking up Uh um, and saying, not being afraid to say, you know, like I am scared or I need help or I'm uncomfortable. And then also, hey, I'll, I'll be happy to help you. Yeah. You know, listening for that. Um, because if you can cont- continue on in, in Matthew 12, there is this sentence that says, It's your heart, not the dictionary, that gives meaning to your words.
0: Oh,
1: gosh. Do you know how many
0: times I look up a word? Yes. Like a lot. Me too. When I'm writing, especially because all of a sudden when I'm writing, i become this very eloquent person that you would never meet in the street. So if you want to meet blogger Melissa, she does not exist in a human body. Right.
1: Okay, <laughs> We but, love a thesaurus.
0: But God really does drop these words. I'm like, God, I don't even know what that word means. I know how to spell it. And I know that that's the right context. But let me make sure.
1: I love that. That I mean, that's pretty cool, though, that he does that. And then you you double check it. Right. Which is good before you use it, right? That's, that's using your words appropriately. But I was thinking, when it comes to words, we speak them mm-hmm. and we write them. Yep. We also use them a lot against ourselves in our minds.
0: Hmm. Oh, and other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. And other people and the judgment and stuff. But words are so powerful. And they can come out in so many different ways. But I thought if we could focus in on that today and consider, I think, the status of our hearts mm. in certain situations. Like if you, oh gosh, if you're having a really bad day, the stuff that's in your heart, the stuff that comes out is going to be more impatience. Mm-hmm. It may be more greed. It may be more pride. It may be more anger.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Intolerance.
1: Yeah, intolerance. Ego. And why why is that? And what are you filling your heart up with so that those things are flowing out? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting thought. I do know, and this might not actually go in line with what you're saying, but I do know That's
1: sort of the theme of today.
0: Right? <laughs> Whatever you were gonna say, let me tell you my twist so that has nothing to do with it. Great. <laughs> Like, when I listen to a lot of um, crime junkie and those sorts of things, mm-hmm. I just have a different demeanor, and I'm going to respond differently Yeah, than I would if I were to listen to something encouraging or something empowering or, you know, spend my walk meditating a little bit. It's very different, it and is. I respond differently to the world.
1: That's why, you know, I mean, we've said this a million trillion times, but that's why I'm not on Facebook or Next Door Neighbor. Uh, I don't respond to all of that very well. Like, it makes me not a nice person because I just, I don't need to know those things about you because people do not, most people do not think through their written word before they post it.
0: What is it about that? Why all of a sudden are you like some, oh gosh, I can't say that word. Mm. (laughs) God, I don't have anything to say. Why all of a sudden are you some Viking behind the keyboard?
1: It's, yeah, it's a little scary, right? It's like, what is going on in your heart and how do you feel that safe to put all that out? Just because it's written? Instead of being said? Just because you are behind a keyboard and not standing in front of someone's face? So you wonder...
0: Is the real you the little person hiding in the darkness on your keyboard? Mm. That's really what's going on inside you. The fake you goes out into the
1: world and doesn't say anything, right? Or says it, you know, in a mm, buttoned up kind of way.
0: Okay, tucked it in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. It says, I'll continue reading these verses in Matthew. It says, a good person produces good deeds and words. Um, season after season. An evil person is a blight on the orchard. Sorry. I don't have my glasses on. (laughs) And I can't seem to zoom in on these words. Let me tell you something. Every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. There will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. Words can be your salvation. Words can also be your damnation. Oh, Ooh, snap. Okay. Again, message translation, greeting right. in your face. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, this is so convicting to me. Um, and not just the word. I think that we are so different. It's like wearing a mask. Like if we're face to face with someone, we are so much more careful with our words, right? Behind keyboards, not so much. I think in our minds, we even let it loose even more. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Against, and I know like we're so quick to judge other people and that sort of thing, but I think I'd like to hone in on the words that we use against ourselves.
0: Mm, Yep.
1: Because this is where we get stuck. These are the lies that become a recording within our hearts Our hearts are the core of our being. I mean, it it is spoken about. It is not, all through scripture, it is not an organ of the body. It is a common ground where we meet with God. Mm -hmm. And it is, that's why it says protect this place. And 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 scripture says, open the eyes and the ears of your heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, your organ heart doesn't have any eyes or ears. They're on the outside of our body. I just feel like we judge ourselves. We convict ourselves. We use these words in our minds. We may not, we never say them out loud often. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not, unless you're like, you know, under your breath. Use words against ourselves constantly.
0: I love that you just said you never say them out loud. And I would encourage you to say it out
1: loud. Yeah. Because it's going good. to
0: shock you to the point that you will not say it
1: again. Mm. I agree with that. Like, when you
0: are thinking something terrible, say it out loud, and then you're going to go, what? No, <laughs>
1: that's not true. Yeah, bring it out into the light. I feel... And and we're going to mess this up, and we're always going to be working against these words that come up. Um, but that's when we got to go diving back into our heart, mm-hmm. right? And figure out where are these words coming from, because they are... Coming from something deep within, they don't just start in our minds. Right, they, right, right, right. They begin in our hearts and it travels up to our minds and then the words and then the words are formed. I said reflux, baby. <laughs> that's a good name for uh, for the podcast. Um so just for example, like if you failed a test Say you're taking a test and you failed it. I, I like mean, how
0: you're making this theoretical. I've done this all my life. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you fail the
0: test. Uh huh. Does
1: it mean you're a failure? Right. No, it doesn't. Or does it mean that you know then what areas you need to work on, right? And where you can pr- improve. Okay, so fun fact, let's
0: go to homeschool. Okay. We do this grade test. I know in the school system, it is a very stressful blah, 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 right? Oh, yeah. It is like these teachers start harping it. Sorry, teachers, I know that's your job. Harping it to the point where your kids can't even sleep the night before.
1: Because it's the school's grade, not the te- or not the kid's grade.
0: Right. So in homeschool, I go, hey, we're going to take a test to see what areas um, I haven't taught you about yet or what areas you don't understand yet. It's not you're failing. It's like, we're just trying to figure out what you don't know yet. That's right. That, it's a little simple Twist. And it,
1: well, right. But it's true. I would tell, I would tell Cully, our son, when we homeschooled back in the day, I, I would tell him that we take this test so that I know that I'm teaching you the right things for your age group, for uh-huh. your level, uh-huh. because this is for me to know what you like, what, where am I failing you?
0: <laughs> oh, okay. see, but even that. No, yeah. that's not right. No, you're not where I'm on you. failing
1: him, but yes. I think how do we let's let's flip this around. I think as women, this is a big struggle. So how do we combat this these mi- these mind games that we play? You have to these, say it out loud. I think saying it out loud is a big one. That's number one, which is hard to say those things out loud but when you do you bring awareness you bring awareness it's like reading scripture out loud mhm it it takes it to a whole nother level yep same with these lies just bring them all out write them down i say write them down and burn them right <laughs> right there <laughs> bonfire, in the bonfire yeah. baby yeah. Let's do a bonfire
0: <gasps> we should totally do a center in the st. bonfire
1: oh my gosh that would <gasps> and we'll call it light it up Oh, my gosh. I know
0: that means something else. Don't you come lighting that stuff up around my bonfire.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's right. That would be so great, bringing all of those things, <gasps> all of those perceived failures and sins and those the names yeah. that we have taken on that we have are calling ourselves, you know?
0: You know what else would be freeing about us center of the St. Bonfire? What? Is when all of us get around collectively and start talking about what we're saying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It'll tell the next person, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one.
1: So true. Because
0: what does the enemy tell you? Not only you're a failure, but you're the only Only. one failing at that.
1: (laughs) That's right. Not only are you a sinner, you're the only sinner. You're the only one that struggles with that particular thing.
0: Oh gosh, we're going to do this. Shame on you. This is life changing. This is. This is better than a weekend retreat. Yes. Bonfire. I got a good fire pit. I'm writing the notes down. You see that,
1: right? It's making her nervous because I'm writing it down. She's like, oh my gosh, no,
0: I don't have time for that.
1: (laughs) No, we do need to make time for those things. Anyway, this has been very, this may seem very scattered today. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, one, this is how our brains work. Two, this is real life. Three, this is what our conversation looks like as friends when we sit down and once a week, and share with one another, and how God uses our everyday stuff to teach us something that can be life changing. It starts with a story in Walgreens about a scary guy. Right? Right? And here we end up in scripture and recognizing that the words from our heart mm-hmm. work against us, and some ways that we can overcome that. Yes. Anyway, I think it was fruitful, it was fun. <laughs>
0: Alright, we'll see you next time and maybe at a bonfire soon
1: Absolutely, thanks for joining us this week on the center of the site